In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. This is the planet Earth, newly born and cooling rapidly from a temperature of 6,000 degrees to a few hundred in less than five billion years. The heat rises, meets the atmosphere, the clouds form, and rain pours down upon the hardening surface for countless centuries. The restless seas rise, find boundaries, are contained. Now, in their warm depths, the miracle of life begins. In infinite variety, living things appear and change and reach the land, leaving a record of their coming, of their struggle to survive, and of their eventual end. The record of life is written on the land, where 15 million years later, in the upper reaches of the Amazon, man is still trying to read it. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra, Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 17. And in this episode, we are going to dive in <laughs> to 1954's Creature from the Black Lagoon. So a classic uh, universal monster movie here. Yep. What was your initial... Have you had, had you ever seen this? So I had actually not seen this one before, which I feel bad about. I like watching all the classic movies, but I hadn't seen this one before. And it wasn't riveting. No, it wasn't. No. Even me liking older movies, I'm kind of like, mm, the suit was really well done. Yes. It was beautiful. Yes, it was. I liked the water aspect. Yeah. Because that, I love just being location. underwater. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was shot really well. Yeah, I even acting. Yeah, I even texted you. I was like, I'm like, I guess not very well versed in technology of the eras. I was like, did they film this underwater? Like, was that a thing in 1954? Yeah. Well, I mean, later on, he has a camera that goes underwater. So yeah, I assume that was a thing. Well, it had to have been because they did. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that was really cool. There were a, there was a little bit too much of uh, underwater swimming mm-hmm. for me that could have been cut out, but I mean, it was not bad. It's a it's a classic, and I love it for for that. Yeah, but his swimming was cool. Like, whoever did it, yeah. he swims like an alligator where he, like, swivels back and forth. That yeah. was pretty cool. Did they have someone in that suit swimming? <laughs> there were two different people. There was the suit that was on land that was one actor, and then the one that swam, he was in a separate suit, and that was a separate actor. Did they have, like, scuba gear inside it, or was he just holding his breath? Holding his breath. Oh, God dang. Uh-huh. He <laughs> had some a, long scenes. They said that they wanted an actor who could hold his breath for four minutes because they didn't the want fuck? bubbles up coming up and stuff like that. Four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. Is that even po- I mean, I guess it is, but uh, holy crap. I found him. But it was honestly pointless because they show bubbles coming up occasionally throughout the movie. So To show you that he's there. Yeah. yeah. That was pointless. So this is in black and white. Mm-hmm. And it was shot in 3D. So, yeah, my actually, it's funny you say that because the Blu-ray I got, it said, would you like to watch in 3D or 2D? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought it was done after the fact when, like, 3D TVs mm-hmm. started becoming a thing before they died quickly. Yeah, I actually, because we had seen that with House of Wax a while ago. We saw a promo for it, and we yeah. were both like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I guess that was 
they started doing movies in 3D, and then they really picked up doing 3D movies in, like, the 50s when it was gimmicky, and they really liked to do it to get people in, hmm. but not enough people cared, so then they did the regular movie along with it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This movie starts with a speech, which you just heard, mm-hmm. about God creating heaven and earth, and then the Big Bang, and an infant variety of living things changing and reaching the land. So it's kind of like about evolution and how we've evolved exactly. and all that. And I wrote that they're in the Amazon. And I was like, mm, I'm just, now I look at Amazon, it's just like two-day delivery. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, I just wrote it down. I was like, mm, I hope I remember they're in the Amazon and not like, why did I write down Amazon? I'm not an idiot. I just don't. <laughs> That's what I think of now. Just a child of the times. Yeah. And then there are people within the Amazon in the rainforest area. It's like a group. And at this point, you don't really know who or why. But they see a, like, spooky, like, fossilized hand. Mm -hmm. And you can tell one is, like, an archaeologist or a geologist or something like that. He's out there for a purpose. He's a scientist. Yeah. And they begin to dig it out. And then he said he he needs to take it back to the institution to try to figure out what's what the hand is before they like go back to excavate the entire skeleton and then it cuts to a woman and this same doctor on a dock together Mm -hmm. and they're waiting for a diver to come up a scuba diver i didn't realize that those little markers were like meters i think for the him to figure out where the pressure is so So he doesn't get the when to stop Mm -hmm. yeah i've always wanted to scuba dive because i Like I've said before, I think I grew up with a pool and I love to swim. And one of my favorite things to do, I'll even do this in the bath sometime, is just like lay face down and be underwater. Like my entire face up, like even my ears underwater because it's just so quiet and like peaceful. You need to go in one of those tanks. Yeah, but then they close it on top of you. I don't know if I could do that, but I love being underwater. Like when I'm swimming, I'll just let all the air out of my lungs for as long as I can. So I'll sink a little bit and then just sit at the bottom of the pool oh for a God, minute because I, I, I wish swim and that's terrifying. I wish I could breathe underwater. <laughs> if I ever had like wishes from a genie or something, one of mm-hmm. them would be to breathe underwater. Hmm. I would. You would never see me. Oh, I'm sure. You'd I would just become one with the with orcas. The <laughs> <laughs> but then the diver comes up and his name is David, and David meets, or they may have already known each other. It seems like they do. I think this other doctor on the dock. His name is Carl, the original doctor that found the hand. Mm-hmm. And they're in, obviously I said the Amazon before, but this is when they really start talking about the fact that they're in Brazil on like a academic, basically expedition. And Carl shows David the hand, hoping he can help him make an identification. And then Carl tells David the hand is at the Institute. So the woman's driving the boat, which I fucking loved. First of all, she's, there are a few like damselly moments in this movie. But she's also an academic and well-respected. Yes. And, and she's in the jungle with them yes. and getting dirty. And yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. I made a note because when they get back to the Institute, they have like the world's most awesome fish tank. It's right? so cool. The sharks? Yeah. Oh, it looks so cool. They get the handout and they're all like surrounding it and analyzing it. And that's when I put women is also part of the analyzing. Like mm-hmm. she is. Like, yeah, they didn't send her out of the room. This is man's work. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. she's actually putting in her opinion. And they say whatever it was was very powerful. And then they talk about species that have been unsuccessful at being both water and land animals. And they want knowledge on how a creature like that adapted to these different atmospheres. So they set up an expedition to dig up the rest of the skeleton. 
and cut to the hand coming out of the swamp. Mm -hmm. This is, I think, the second time you see it kind of reaching out of the swamp. And you can tell it's also watching people in the tent. So Mm -hmm. Carl at the beginning had a team of two what looked like locals to the area with him. Luis was one of them. And he had someone else with him. And they were still back at the campsite. And this, whatever this is that you don't really see yet, you just see the hand, fucks him up. Kills him dead real good. Oh, yeah. And that dude is terrified when it opens the tent and stuff. And he's throwing him around. Yeah. And then there's, like, a fire. There's, like, a little torch going on. Yeah. It gets thrown out. I'm like, oh, God. They're going to burn alive. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me. Like, this is pretty tame for, like, now standards. Yeah. But I really, God, I would love to talk to people that were in these audiences that saw it, like, in theaters, how, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how scary was this for you? Right. Because I'm sure it's, I mean, it's scary that somebody's getting attacked by, like, this monster that nobody has seen or identified before in itself and inherently, but then compared to all the movies we've seen at this point in time, Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering how audiences reacted to this. Because it seemed a little, in my opinion, more scary and malicious than like Frankenstein did in the 30s you know yeah I think Frankenstein was more the thought yeah the psychological part of it right so cut to the expedition on a barge headed up river and they're saying that the Amazon is is exactly as it was 150 million years ago even the animals are as they were so it's essentially unexplored untouched up to this point Mm mm-hmm They keep blasting this barge horn to get the attention of Louise and his partner that they left at camp. But, of course, they come upon them dead AF. (laughs) When they go look for the tent, they actually tell Kay to stay behind and they leave her closer to the water. Mm -hmm. And you kind of see that the creature hand comes towards her, but then she walks away and it goes away. So... Then it cuts to them working on taking up the skeleton and they're not having any luck. And they said they've been at it for eight days and they're just not finding anything. All they found is a hand. And it never really talks about this. Or maybe I missed it. Is the hand, does it like, is it like a starfish when it just like gets cut off and regenerates? That's a good point. Was there another one that just didn't make it and this is the only one left? Or does it like, I don't know, like shed? Is it skin? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point because... They go and try and find where the block may have fallen off, holding the rest of the skeleton. But when he originally finds it, it's pointing at you. So how would it have fallen off to be part of another skeleton? That's a good point. I just never got the answer. But it started the movie, so I guess they didn't really need to give an answer. Because it's just like, what gets them to the lagoon? (laughs) Yeah. They think they may find the rest of the fossil in the lagoon. They said that it, it feeds into a lagoon. So they're like, okay, well, let's go there. The local says they call it the Black Lagoon. They say it's paradise, but no one has come back to prove it. So then they decide to go to it. (laughs) And David and Kay, you can kind of tell they're sweet on each other. But at this point, they're definitely like flirtatious bantering. And then they make out. So it's like, okay, definitely a couple. Because Carl makes a joke about, oh, y'all aren't married. But, you know, I guess if there's a woman around somewhat a lot, maybe make a joke like that. But But also there's this other dude who's like... Mark. Yeah, who's like, I hope you want me to come back too, or something like He's He's weird. He wants understand. the woman, and he doesn't respect that she's in a relationship with another man, or nor does he respect the other man. It's gross. It gets worse, too. Yeah, it he gets, gets way worse. Real love. You know, like that episode of South Park of baby's boobs, and they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like beating their chests at each other. Yes. That's how they get later. 
And then they're testing spear guns, just like on their way. And then they arrive at the Black Lagoon. They want to cast a net to see what kind of species are living there. So they cast it to just to see, you know, what's down there. Because this lagoon is essentially untapped. Like yeah. most of the Amazon, but especially this lagoon. Yeah, so they could find new species of fish or something like that. Exactly. Which would be cool. Yeah. And they also want to get some rock samples to see if the fossils could be down there. So see if they match mm-hmm. where they were from. And so David puts a scuba gear on, which is super brave at all in the Amazon to get in the water. Right? Mm, there are so many, there's so much shit in that water. Yeah. I don't know if the penis fish is real, but also the, you're looking at me like you don't know what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I don't know if this is real or not. It was oh, one is of that those, the one that swims up your, up your urethra? Yes. Yeah. That is a real thing. Well, it's in the Amazon, I think. Yeah. Or the Nile, but I, I can't remember which. I think which. it's the Amazon. Because the Amazon is really scary. So I'm pretty sure it's that one. It's really scary. So. And he it's not like they have the wetsuit on or anything. It's no, literally just uh, them in their oxygen shorts. Oxygen and, and, and swim trunks, yeah. That's it. I wonder if that was all scuba diving in the 50s or if they're just like pros at it. They do it all the time. Well, also, yeah, I mean, you're in the Amazon. It's probably hot, too. So they're That's probably true. like, no. Yeah. And then you get underwater shots of the two men scuba diving, which, which is, is beautiful. David and Mark. Yeah, it's I love I like the underwater shots because it's so fascinating to me how well done they were, especially in the 50s. It was just they did it a lot of mm-hmm. idle swimming time. But they're collecting rocks to test how old they are and what material they are and all that fun stuff. And they'll, you know, they want to match it against the fossil sample they have. And then there's a shot of the creature swimming near them and watching them. And then Mark starts hitting on someone else's woman again. And then they're flexing at each other. Mm-hmm. So this is just like a building tension. And Mark is technically David's boss, I think, in this. He's like his superior. So maybe that's why he's not telling him to fuck off. Probably, yeah. I mean, I guess. But also, back up off my woman. Also that. Jesus. Yeah. You can have a civil conversation and be like, hey, you know, it's getting a little inappropriate. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm a little uncomfortable. So could you respectfully yeah. like, back the fuck off, please? That'd be great. <laughs> And then they go below to discuss the rocks and stuff. And then Kay jumps in to go for a swim. So a couple things here. Yeah. Again, really brave to just go swimming in this lagoon that you don't even know what species are swimming underneath you. Now, as much as I love the ocean and water, you don't know what's under you. You just saw them scaring off alligators before. Why the fuck would you go in there? Because she's stupid. You're insane. I mean, I'm all for like a relaxing swim. But holy shit. Yeah. That's like... That's crazy. That's asking for it, in my opinion. Yes. I mean, the piranha and shit are in the yes, Amazon. Yes, yes. And then it's swimming below her. Like, right... Like, he could probably lift one of his Ugh. arms up and touch her. Which and she has no idea. Which is a beautiful shot, but also... Yes, it is wonderful. Literally what terrifies me about going in the water. Like, yeah. I've seen those shots, those arrow ones of, like, a boat, and then you see a whale underneath them. And yeah. they don't even know. They have no oh, fucking that's clue. That's so cool, though. And it's cool... photography but being on that boat yeah oh my god no and i wrote this is like pre-jaws so this was like the original like um, something in the water and it's done really well yeah i wonder if it had a little like i'm sharks are scary on their own but Mm -hmm. like i wonder if it had a little influence like with that swimming right underneath you not knowing is so scary and it is a beautiful shot like you said they swim so in sync. It's like a dance, exactly. Yeah, it, it, and it's so good. And they swim so well and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And swimming is good cardio. Mm-hmm. But she's just not yeah. not bothered, you know, as far as her respiratory system goes. 
she's like goes underwater and she's like doing underwater flips and all this graceful stuff. But I'm like, mm, stop fucking around. Get on the boat. <laughs> exactly. He like goes to touch her ankle and stuff like that. Nope. And he like hesitates. So oh. she feels she's treading water and she kind of feels it like brush against her yeah. as it has tried to grab her lightly a few times. But then he like backs off. Yeah. And she goes to investigate like she goes under, but it hides from her. And then the local barge owner, when when he gets back out, yells at her that she's too far out and starts the motor to get her back, but they get her attention and she swims back. And the creature follows underneath her again. So I'm assuming this creature, there's got to be some sort of romance aspect, not between the creature and her, but like later it really wants to kill the men, but it doesn't want to kill her. Yeah. You just, it just wants to take her. So I'm assuming it's recognizing a female figure and it doesn't have a female counterpart so it's like well we're jumping ahead a lot but i always like to watch the oscar nominated movies and shape of water was just up in one yeah i think like 2017 exactly and guillermo del toro actually always wanted shape of water to be the creature and the woman got to be together so it was basically creature of the black lagoon Interesting. Yeah, it was basically his reimagining of what he wanted the creature from Black Lagoon to be. To be. He wanted it to be that that romantic fantasy. Which mm. is interesting. Interspecies fantasy. I I hated Shape of Water, but actually putting it in that context, I'm kind of like, mm, okay. Yeah, better okay. for you. Yeah. They pull her back on board and then the creature gets caught in the net. So they get mm-hmm. it while it's following her, but then it like slices through the net and escapes and they're yeah. like But now they know there's something big down there, so they track him down. Big and pointy. Yeah. (laughs) And so after all of that, uh, they decide to scuba dive. Yeah, right? That would be my last thought. Right. I mean, I get their academics and they want to prove this to the world, but um, no. At least maybe. You got Mm -hmm. any wetsuits on there? Is that a thing at this point? Put one on. At least. I mean, it probably won't help you much, but you're just like so exposed. And Mark wants to kill it. Mm-hmm. But David wants to keep it alive, and they take a harpoon and an underwater camera. And they see the creature emerge and get the harpoon ready. So they start going after it and eventually harpoon it in the back. And it goes down into the depths, and they can't follow it that mm-hmm. far or won't. And when they get back, David is really mad about Mark shooting it. Mm-hmm. So this brings in another conversation, too. You know, everything that we have discovered thus far in human existence and in just existence of life in general on earth essentially we've captured for research yeah or put in a zoo or Mm -hmm. an institute and like what right Mm -hmm. do they have to harpoon that thing in its environment that has been untouched by humans yeah why is it surprising that it's trying to kill you when you're invading right exactly and david has a lot more respect for it than mark does mark is like kill it let's bring it back and study it and david's like no, he's still like okay, yeah, let's let's take capture it, it in, and study it, but which is still a death sentence, but yeah, which is still not cool, just like Sea World, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. I mean, how do you think they're gonna study it? They're gonna watch it for a while and then they're gonna kill it Cut and look it at open. its insides. Yeah, because especially if it's something that can be on land and water, yeah. what is it? What does its gill setup look like? You exactly. know. And then they say it was human-like, and then David's, like, convinced that he got it on camera. But when they go below to develop the photo, he didn't actually get it. And you can see the creature walking above them Mm -hmm. on the barge. You can see it's, like, foot in these little window holes things. Mm -hmm. 
and it gets one of the men. I didn't get all of their names. I pretty much just got the main characters, but it grabs one of the guys and drags him down. And yeah, it's like it's a whole... Some dude's brother. Yeah. And he's like the worst fucking actor ever. It, I didn't notice too much, but I mean, he, I just kind of chalk it up to like overacting so in the 50s. He's like, my brother. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh wow. I don't even think I noticed that. It was so <laughs> <He's> like, bad. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> and the one that saw it called it a demon. And he said, that's a demon. That's a water demon. <laughs> it for sure looks like one. Yeah. Makes me think of like Harry Potter. Yeah, me too. So David makes a trap for it and wants to get it alive, of course, like we've already said, and Mark is still like, no, let's kill it. <laughs> and they set the trap, but the creature is like observing it and analyzing it, and then it cuts to the night, and they're still waiting for it appear to appear. And the creature appears at night. And they see it stand up across the lagoon and just like look at them, and then it makes like this screaming sound and then dives back down. And then they dive after it. That was a challenge. It was like, yeah. come get me, motherfuckers. Come on. Yep. Exactly. Especially at night. You can't see shit. Yeah. Wait till the morning. It'll still be there. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. It'll probably come up and get you if you just wait it out. Exactly. These people, all for science, I guess, but Jesus. <laughs> and then they find like an underwater, like cave cavern thing. Mm-hmm. And they see its footprints. And it's walking around all like drunk like. And then it walks kind of back up, and Kay is there. And she sees it, and the guy she's with, uh, one of the crew people, goes after it, but it it beats him up, and it picks Kay up, but drops her and falls to the ground. Because they had put something in the water mm-hmm. to, like, intoxicate it. Yeah. So it couldn't they obviously be at full him. strength. Yeah. And I don't know then, what he did to that dude's face, though. We don't ever see. It's just, like, wrapped in bandages. Just imagine. Yeah. Just claws, yeah. like, in the face. Mm. I mean, you can still see his eyes move from the bandages, so at least his mm-hmm. that seems to be okay. He didn't poke his eyes out. And then uh, Mark goes to kill it, but they trap it instead, and they take it back and keep it in a trap. And then Mark and David are flexing their muscles at each other again. David really doesn't want to leave until they finish collecting, like, all their data and doing all their research and getting more samples and trying to figure Fair. out. He's a scientist. This yeah. is something they might not even be able to get back to. But Mark is also like, it's killing people. Like, we should leave. And I don't necessarily disagree with Mark at this point. I just hate that he wants to kill it before mm-hmm. they leave. And so they've got it in this little makeshift trap. And it keeps showing its face just, like, staring at them Mm -hmm. that was the creepiest part of the movie for me Mm -hmm. when it was just staring up at them from inside the trap i would be like "Mm." it's trying to figure out how to get out it's listening and it's paying attention and they're not no they're underestimating its intelligence yeah they're like we're smarter no it's fine it's in a trap it's there forever that's fine it's there until we get it out so it's looking through the trap and they leave like one dude in charge of watching it they say they're going to take shifts and it's just like staring at him and he falls asleep. And then... Of course he does. Yep. Yeah, and then Kay comes up to where he's at and starts talking to him. And then while they're talking, the creature breaks out. And he tries to fight it off. And the creature ends up... Like, he has a lantern and the creature ends up catching on fire. But then it jumps overboard. And mm-hmm. the dude... This is the dude that ends up all wrapped up and bandaged, I think. Basically what we've learned from all of this is burn all of the Universal Monsters... They yeah, they don't like fire. fire. <laughs> God. I and mean, they all strangle people. Well, they didn't, they couldn't be too violent in the 50s, maybe. They were going to, actually. So I'm jumping way ahead, but when mm-hmm. he strangles that dude, what they were originally supposed to do for 3D was he was going to pick him up and throw him at the camera because mm-hmm. it was going to be great. Yeah. But then the wiring wasn't working that oh. was going to help him pick him up, so they just decided to strangle him. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know what? Just put your hands around his neck and It'll he'll just fine. fall over. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. And that marks four men dead so far. And then now David wants to leave the lagoon, but now Mark doesn't want to since they lost the creature. So Mark was all for leaving it when they had it trapped. Mm-hmm. But now that they lost it, he's so concerned that people won't believe them. Mm-hmm. That's his number one concern is that people will call him a liar. And I'm like, well, mm. a shit ton of people or four people have died now. You don't want to be like, I don't know what happened. You're with a crew of like eight or nine people. Yeah. You know, like they all saw it and they're all corroborating your story. Like, yeah, I'd, somebody will believe you. Especially if you can draw that, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I can't just make that shit up, mm-hmm. you know. And then David, you know, tells Mark they came to find fossils, not fight monsters. And then Lucas, the captain who owns the barge, also wants to leave. So, uh, but Mark is, like, adamant. And he's like, you are not leaving till I say so. And so Lucas holds a knife to his throat. And he's like. <laughs> Which is great. We're doing whatever I want to do. Exactly. You know what happens when you're on a boat? The captain is in charge. <laughs> And then I am as the they're, captain. I am the captain now. And then <laughs> as they're leaving, the barge hits a barrier that prevents them from crossing out of the lagoon. Mm-hmm. And they realize that the creature is smart enough to block them in. So it's got them trapped in its home. He's like, home. you're starting shit? Let's do this. Yeah. You're going to be in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, you have my bitch on board and I need her. So yeah, she's really pretty. I would like her. Mm-hmm. She is beautiful. Oh, my she God. She is really pretty. Yeah. Mark says it's their opportunity to catch it, but David thinks he's crazy, and then they see the creature and shoot at it, but it swims away. So they get to, they try to clear the barrier by lifting it away, like with the thing that has the net on it. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it's called. I wrote it down here later, but, and they, so they have to get cables around it. And so David, because it snaps off, so David suits up in scuba gear, which is stupid, (laughs) and Mark says he's going to um, go with him and be used as bait and like bait for the monster and then david says no and then they like fist fight it out they just like start throwing punches men. i know <laughs> like like we had a disagreement today and we didn't punch each other no wanted to no i'm joking okay. wow <laughs> side note this is like when uh there was a I'm in a podcast group on Facebook, and someone was like, my co-host sucks. So if I ever, if you ever feel like I suck, please don't post it on the internet. Just let me know. Oh, that's definitely me. I'm all over social media. You know that. You're going to do, like, an episode and be like, you guys, she sucks. <laughs> right in front of you. Just right yeah. here. I just want to let you guys know. I'm going to break off and do my own thing because I can't stand this bitch anymore. <laughs> so after Mark loses his fight and is emasculated. David dives down to reattach the winch, that's what it's called, and the cable to the blockage, which is like a giant tree. And then the creature is watching him and it starts coming toward him. But then Mark comes down because even though he lost, he's still going to come down. And he shoots another harpoon at it and he misses. And then Mark, like, pursues the creature, starts going away. And then Mark, like, goes after him with this harpoon. And then he eventually does land one. And the creature grabs Mark after pulling the harpoon out of his stomach. And then they're, like, fighting. So, like, rolling around Mm -hmm. under the water fighting. So, of course, David's like, this could have been avoided if you didn't shoot at it. Yeah. But then David comes to help. And the creature retreats after they shoot at it some more. And then Mark. But it's too late. Yeah. Mark, you see him, his body float to the top. And then they're all sitting there moping and. David formulates a plan to make him groggy long enough to get the winch and the cables around the tree to move it out of the way. And then while they're talking, the dude that's all bandaged up, he's just kind of been like 
off to the side of this room near mm-hmm. like a, a window-ish thing. And then you see the creature's hand come through that window and he's like, he's yeah. like freaking out. He's yeah. like touching him. Ugh. And then David just like swats it away. He's like, get out. Get out of here. Go away. Bad. <laughs> and then like, so I had to ask you what this was because I missed it. But they dropped earlier, they dropped the tablets in the mm-hmm. water that looked like aspirin, which you said that was like, that's the stuff to get him drunk. Well, then they load a spray gun with it. Yeah. And they take it down. I said they load the spray gun with the drunky powder. And he sees there, he goes down with his scuba gear on and he sees the creature and shoots him with the powder. And then the powder's great and all, but now he just can't see anything. Yeah. Can't, like, it's just like white and smoky almost, if you will, but also, underwater. Who knows what that's going to do to him? He's just like, I was in it wondering. It must just be like a fish alcohol. I don't know. Fish alcohol. <laughs> or <Got> drug, <laughs> a fish roofie, if you will. <laughs> And the creature comes back and emerges again and gets him. And then David's frantically trying to reattach the cables and the winch in between the time the creature's trying to get him, which takes an incredible amount of diligence and mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. Because something is trying to attack you and it's in its element. Yeah. And but you still have to get this done. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everybody's going to die. So they finally move the tree out of the way. But while they're moving it and like pushing it aside with the barge... The creature crawls aboard and sneaks up behind Kay and takes her overboard and brings her down into that little cavern cave. Mm -hmm. And David, of course, goes after her because that's his woman. And Kay is placed on a rock like bait. Yeah. Like a beautiful bait. He smacked her head on the walls when he was taking her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's knocked out. Well, no, I mean in real life. He wasn't supposed to, but she had her eyes closed and he couldn't see through the mask. So he was smacking her So he scraped her her head like real bad on that rock wall. Well, yeah, that made it more real, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And the now, you know, he's trapping him. He's lured him in, and he's mm-hmm. trapping him. And they kind of struggle a little bit. And then the creature grabs his harpoon gun and throws it. So then they're just, like, hand-to-hand combat fighting. <laughs> but then the other two that were on the barge came down with guns, and they shoot it a few times. And then it stumbles off and swims back to the depths of the lagoon, and I said seemingly to die. But then you see it floating. And then you know that they killed it, and then it's just over. But they actually didn't kill it because we have sequels Sequels. later on. Yeah. It was just really fucked up. Yeah. Apparently. Got real wounded. Yeah. You don't ever see if they... I mean, obviously the next thing is they leave the lagoon, but you don't see any of that. Or Mm -mm. I'm assuming they might do some with the sequels about what happened, but I guess we'll find out next year. (laughs) Exactly. So I'd probably give this one a three and a half out of five stars. Yeah, I'd probably do, yeah, probably three, three and a half. I mean, I didn't particularly like it, but I also have to look at the fact that it was the start of a genre. Yeah. And it was done incredibly well. It was beautiful. Just not your jam. Very artistic, exactly. Yeah. It was just a little, like, the dialogue was a little boring. Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. So, there are two days left on our Instagram two, giveaways. and then we get to give it away. Yes, which we got a little bit more response than we thought we would, so go hit it up. Get your entry in. But we also, this is a little bit shorter creature from the Black Lagoon. It's... We didn't have a ton to talk about because it's just a classic that we really wanted to watch. And, but they're, you know, 
for us, it wasn't one of those, oh my god, we got to go so deep into this one. No, we just wanted to talk about the original Universal Monsters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's a little bit shorter, but we also have a little unboxing. We do. So sorry for the background noise, but we got to get it, get it open here. So in February's episode that I did with my husband, we unboxed a Loot Fright, <laughs> which is Loot Crate's horror box. Yeah. And it comes every other month. So I got it in February. So got the other one. It got a little delayed in shipping for my April box. So I'll be doing that one sometime in May. Yeah. But you and I originally ordered these at the same time. Yeah. We ordered these in December. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what yours. Did it say it was February that you were ordering? Yeah, it said that okay. I was February's boxes that I was or- box okay. that I was ordering. Because yeah. that's the what... love sucks one. I think is that... what it was called. Yeah, yeah. That's what mine said too. I was ordering in December for the February box. What is this one called? Friends till the end. And it's Creeper Crate. Yes, this is from Creeper Crate, and I was trying something new. I kind of liked some of their stuff that they had in older pictures. I have since ended <laughs> using them because they they promised a lot and didn't fulfill time-wise. And that yeah. was my problem with it. I ordered in December, expecting it at least in February. I didn't even receive it until the end of March. And we're doing it now because we were waiting on your other Loot Crate, but now that got... It got delayed in shipping yeah. as well, but so, Loot Crate sent me an email and was like, hey, dude, sorry... And they gave me a $10 credit. And at least they did that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Creeper Crate did not do that. I had to hunt them down going, where is it? What's going on? Yeah. Now, with Creeper Crate, we will say this is a smaller company. It, it seems is. like they've only got, like, a few people working. But it seems like they're getting bigger to where they should probably... Start hiring more. Yeah, start hiring some more people. So we're not saying we don't recommend it at all. Like, it's got some really cool stuff. Um, it just took a really long time. So but we'll probably try it again. Yeah. Give them some time to work out some kinks. Yeah. All right. So and she's never opened. This is like the I first time. I have not. Time. Literally, uh, it was still taped when I came to your house yeah. today. So let's see what we got in here. Oh, well, that's something that's all wrapped by itself. Voodoo for dummies. Oh, sweet. We let's little, use it. <laughs> it's, it's not actually. Oh, it's a notebook. It's just a notebook, but the cover of it is Voodoo for dummies. And then it's got Chucky getting resurrected in the start of it. It's got levels of just paper. We got some stickers. Oh, um, that's Barbie. <laughs> we've got Chucky's wife, Barbie, eat your heart out. And then we've got a sticker of Chucky. Hi, I'm Chucky. You want to play? By the way, Chucky's wife's name is Tiffany, not Barbie. But it says Barbie. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> But you bought it. But I have a mild Funko Pop <laughs> Problem. Just like a little bit. And this is part of why I wanted to do this box is because I saw it on other pictures that they did Funko Pop figures of horror. And I'm sad because I literally just bought myself Chucky because I figured that it'd probably be going up in price when the movie comes out and they just put it in the box. So now I have an extra one. Maybe it might go in a, a giveaway a someday. One. Yeah, we're going to keep doing giveaways. So maybe. Yeah, hold up. Yeah. Hit goals. We'll do them. Stay. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it looks like. Just artwork. Looks it's like a, there's a sticker. Yeah, and it's um, split down the middle between Tiffany and Chucky. Yep. And there's a picture, and then there's a sticker. It's the same thing. You should put it. Our cars are like horror movie homages. <laughs> you should put it on that. What's that? Way belong dead. It's slime. Death and body. Oh dang it! I thought it was slime. 
No, I think it's, it's bubble, bubble bath. bath. That's nice. cool. So that was another thing that I wanted to see because it looked like there was cool girly stuff in some of this, which I'm not usually really, really girly, but it but had some stuff baths. like makeup and things like that. I'm and it looks like it. there's purple bubble bath in this one with glitter. Oh, it smells pretty good. That's not good. It'd be really funny if you put this in your tub, like some bath bombs, and it got your tub all glittery, and your black cats just rolled around. Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Maya would be so pretty. All right, and that was everything in there. You're getting one more, though, right? I'm getting one more. I got the two boxes ordered before I decided to end my partnership with them, and the next one, it says it's coming. It's called the Writer Box, and I think it's going to be Stephen King-themed. Yeah. Which should already be on its way should yeah hopefully so i'll probably get my loot crate soon yeah because it's supposed to be here this week end of april ish Mm -hmm. so or i may get it the first week of may but check out creeper crate again we're not saying don't do it it's just we did this so we could unbox our loot crate and our creeper crate at the same time and the timings just didn't work out with the shipping issues that creeper crates having so we'll probably try again yeah we Um, both wanted to like increase our creepy collection yeah and that's why we did this this is like not sponsored by anybody unfortunately but hopefully they get those kinks worked out because they do have some really cool stuff that you can add to your collection and so you can find us on all of our social medias on instagram and facebook we are the extra sisters podcast Again, we still have two days left on our giveaway, so if you want to hit that up, check us out on Instagram. On Twitter, you can find us at The Exorcisters, and our email is theexorcisters at gmail.com. And I forget to plug this, but we also do have a website. We do. It is <laughs> www.exorcisters.com, and on those we put our star ratings, we link to the IMDb of the movies that we're doing, and then do a little blurb about them. Yeah. So you can check that out, too. We also have our episodes there as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're not into any of the streaming services or YouTube, you can find it on the website. And next time, those who foretold it are dead. Those who could stop it are in danger. Till then, stay creepy.